Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the next time you go shopping, you could get some pretty big discounts, but your order also might be canceled. What's going on in the world of retail and what does it say about our shopping habits, how those have changed, and what is going on with the supply chain? To help us break all of that down, uh, Derek Dennis is an ABC News correspondent based in New York, joins us on the line. Derek, thanks for hopping on. Sure. I guess in short, it's all in flux, all the questions <laughs> about what's happening uh, in the retail world. Listen, Target, uh, one of the country's biggest retailers, admitted today it's going to start slashing prices on big box items like TVs, home furniture, kitchen goods, uh, because of a change they've noticed in spending habits that's left a, a glutton of inventory uh, on its shelves and in its warehouses, uh, basically saying people are buying less for the home more for themselves, including clothing and personal items, uh, as they get out and about after COVID restrictions and uh, remote working has has lessened in in these months. And so uh, Target uh, offering a benefit for the consumers, but on the downside of it, uh, they're saying they're going to cut back on their orders from suppliers, and they're also seeing a dip uh, in their shares, falling 7% in early trading this morning. So uh, a mixed bag for sure. Yeah. So as we look at that, uh, obviously, if they're uh, slashing prices and, and moving some of those things out, uh, I know some people have had that experience where they've uh, they've ordered something, and maybe they've ordered it at a great discount, and, and then suddenly it's just canceled uh, is it that Target is uh, getting out of some of those spaces? You know, what if what if you do want? Uh, I'd like a new TV. Uh, right. What if you want that big couch or that new TV? Uh, what is that looking like in terms of supply chain and where you can actually get it? Well, it likely means that what's in the store is what's in the store, and that mm. <laughs> in that if you have to order something, uh, good luck with that. Especially with them uh, adding that they're going to stop orders and cut back on their supply chain orders. Uh, so it's likely they're trying to get rid of what's in the store now. Uh, but if you have to order something, uh, you might find an issue with them not uh, fulfilling orders uh, from suppliers. So as you start to project that forward just a little bit, uh, you talk about some of the changes, uh, again, coming out of COVID. A lot of people are, are looking more at those personal things or, or clothes, things to get out and about in. Uh, are they anticipating that that's going to be the kind of the new normal when it comes to, to shopping habits? Or do they see this as this is going to kind of be their strategy for the next little bit? 
Well, it's it's to really clear the inventory for the back-to-school shopping season and uh, longer form the holiday shopping season. Look, don't expect uh, discounts to last permanently, for sure. Uh, in fact, Target says prices will likely rise as we get through the summer months and, and inventory uh, drops, which is what they want to do, and they go back to sort of their normal levels and are able to get new things in. So the prices are going to go down, uh, but they're most certainly going to go back up. So expect to see that. Yeah. And as you look uh, across the spectrum there in terms of retailers, what other things are, are you seeing? What are some of the challenges that they're continuing to face right now? Well, in terms of the supply chain, I mean, that's still an issue, believe it or not, because of, of the COVID lockdowns and the uh, the inability of suppliers to get stuff uh, from overseas into this country. So that's part of what the, the issue that they're seeing. But also, just imagine it. You've got a store full of, of inventory that's just sitting around on shelves. It's not moving because people have changed their spending habits, buying less for their home, more for themselves in terms of clothing and the personal items. And these stores are having to adjust that. Target, the first to really admit it today. Uh, but other retailers are expected to follow suit. And is there any factors going in there or anticipation from the retail sector uh, as people are starting to uh, really feel that pinch in terms of what they're paying in terms of gas prices, what they're paying in terms of grocery? Is that impacting the buying habits as well? Well, it is and it isn't. I mean, the retailers are saying, look, people are still getting the things that they need in terms of, uh, you know, buying gas, but also getting clothing and other items so they can get back to work. They're not seeing a slowdown in what is needed by the consumer. It's those wants that they're, that, or, or wish list items that they're sort of putting off in terms of buying uh, for now. So the needs are being fulfilled, the wants and the wish lists, not so much. Anything else you're watching uh, in the retail space that we ought to be aware of uh, rolling through the summer? Well, everybody's talking about gas prices, and there really is no end in sight. The average price for gas ticked up another nickel just overnight. Uh, we're still, on average, just under $5 a gallon. But if you're in California or uh, in other places along the West Coast, I mean, you're looking at $8 a gallon gas on average. And so that is really pinching uh, the consumer. Uh, people are deciding to either drive less. Uh, it may be uh, seeing a, a tick back up. In, um, remote working because of it as well, or public transportation. I know here in New York City, you've got a lot of people who don't drive, and so it's not impacting uh, people as much uh, here. But in other places, like California, where your car is it, <laughs> I mean, you've got to drive, uh, people are, are really being impacted by those high gas prices, and we're seeing no end in sight uh, in, the, in the foreseeable future. And then final question for you, Derek. How, uh, how is all of this playing in the backdrop uh, in terms of the midterm elections, uh, obviously a lot of posturing and positioning in terms of where we really are in the economy that's obviously front and center for a lot of voters. Uh, anything you're seeing or trends you're watching for there as we roll into the fall? Well, certainly there's pressure on lawmakers, pressure on the Biden administration to do something to sort of ease the economic uh, troubles that Americans are having. Right now, at least in the last couple of weeks, everybody's focused on gun violence, uh, and that's a big thing. Uh, but once, you know, there's sort of a, a stagnation in that, if, if there's no action taking 
people are going to turn their attention uh, full force back to the economy and, and, and the money that's flowing out of their pockets in terms of gas prices and other uh, uh, shopping items that they, that they need and, and things like you know baby formula being short. Those are the kind of things that really hit consumers in the wallet and that they're going to be focused on as they look to these midterm elections and having to make some real decisions on whether their lawmakers, their local lawmakers, are being responsive to their needs. Derek Dennis is an ABC News correspondent based in New York. Thanks so much for joining us today, Derek. Sure. All right. Uh, again, really interesting stuff in terms of the the strategy. You can see the complexity of, of all of this when you look at uh, where demand is, when you look at what uh, is already on the shelves and in the warehouses of uh, big box retailers. So, again, a lot of them are, are getting some, some good deals going and slashing some prices there. Uh, but if you got to order something, if it's not there in the store, uh, that's going to be a tough one because they, they are cutting back. Uh, again, trying to clear space uh, and move that forward and, and looking at the adjustments. And, of course, all of that in the backdrop of uh, unprecedented gas prices, grocery prices, and a lot of other things taxing the uh, economy and giving people a lot of worry. So you have this really interesting juxtaposition of uh, people being able to see these great deals for things in some of these big box retailers. At the same time, they're they're counting pennies in terms of can I actually fill up the uh, tank all the way uh, because the, the price has become so high. And all of this will come into play, we know, as we get towards the fall and the midterm elections in terms of where are we with inflation, uh, how are the American – Uh, citizens feeling about where they are economically and more importantly about their prospects moving forward. Uh, It's important in all of this. I think some of this buying uh, will be interesting to watch. I'm watching it because it it tells me where the confidence of the American people, uh, where is that? Uh, If they're very confident, they're going to continue to spend, they're going to lean in. Uh, if they're worried about it, if that uh, looking at the digits uh, spin around on the uh, on the gas pump is uh, causing them to get a little dizzy or a little queasy, uh, they're going to pull back. And so all of that's going to play into what will be a very interesting fall when it comes to the politics of retail as well. We're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. Carbon taxes are also a very popular platform when it comes to politicians and what they run on, uh, even sometimes here in the state of Utah. So what are they? Are they good? Are they bad? Do they actually help us clean up the planet? We'll talk with Alex uh, Morishanu uh, from the Tax Foundation coming up next. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.